Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 49 in Be With Me. We're officially in the book of Hebrews. Uh, today's title is going to be Gaining a Beginning. And specifically, we're going to look at a guy by the name of Samson who gains a beginning, and to do so, he gives everything to gain this beginning. In fact, he's faithful to the end, even to his death, to gain a beginning. We're in the Hall of Fame of Faith. Our official verse is from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, dot, dot, dot. There's more. And to find out about these guys, we have to go all the way back to the book of Judges. And Samson's life is in four chapters, 13, 14, 15, and 16 of the book of Judges. So he is pledged. It actually, the story of him starts with his parents, and an angel comes and says that this guy is going to uh, be born, and he's pledged at, at birth to be this Nazarite, a guy you don't cut his hair, and is devoted to the Lord. No razor is going to touch his head until it does. And he is promised, and this prophecy over him is that he will begin to save Israel from the Philist- from the hand of the Philistines. Now, his promise is that his whole life is going to be dedicated to a beginning. Now he's not going to see the end of it. That's the, that's the that that's the thing about him is at the end of his life, he, his great conclusion is just a beginning. Also complicating the matters is the mercurial relationship that he has with the Spirit of God. Now, this generally, this time of Judges was the darkest time in Israel's history. And it says in the last days in the the book of Joel, I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Well, this is before that time. And John 14, 23 says, I will give you a helper to be with you forever. We will come to him and make our home with him. And this is before that time. So the spirit of the Lord begins to stir in Samson. And when it does, he kind of becomes untouchable. He's unkillable. He rips a lion apart with his bare hands. He's known for his bravery when the spirit of the Lord rushes on him. And uh, he starts to fight back and kill some of the Philistines. First he kills 30 with his bare hands. Then they give him a weapon and he kills a thousand that the weapon is a jawbone of a of a donkey. And then finally, in his last heroic fatal act, he kills 3,000 by knocking down this temple where they're having this big party. And all the while he knows that you, Lord, he prays and says, you, Lord, have granted this great salvation by the hand of your servant. So he knows that he is on this task that the angel gave him before he was born, which is to begin to save Israel from the hands of the of the Philistines. All right, so he's a man for his time, uh, uh, certainly. Um, against him, like if you wanted to criticize him, you'd say, well, he's lustful. He goes to a prostitute. He's certainly passionate. Um, he's... Uh, women-oriented, and he's probably a little uh, naive. But on the other hand, he's strategic with his actions. He's faithful to the end, even though he probably messes up a time or two. And he takes it. He takes takes his mission from the beginning of his life to the end of his life. 
And so let's put it together and like say, what what is there to gain for, from us? What can we learn about this guy? What What's admirable about him? Why did he make the Hall of Fame faith? Well, number one, he has this beauty of believing and faithful and obedient parents. That's great. Secondly, he stays on task. And what is his task? To begin to save Israel from the Philistines. So when he gets to the end, he's still at a beginning. And he uses his gifts on task until the bitter end. In fact, he, the story closes with him uh, giving his life to be on task to kill some more Philistines. All right. Thirdly, he does as best he could, I think, with wisdom and strategy in this on-again, off-again stirring and rushing and not rushing of the of the spirit. Little did he know at one, one point in his life where he did not know that the Lord had left him uh, because of the vow breaking when his, when his hair got cut because of, of deception. Even so, he, he hangs in there and he has this prayer of dependence even at the end, uh, all, all the way to the end. Uh, 1628 says, Then Samson called on the Lord and said, O Lord, please remember me and please strengthen me only this once. And then he knocks down the temple and and uh, he, he dies and 3,000 Philistines die. So in conclusion about Samson, so he gains a beginning and he gains only a beginning of saving Israel, or beginning to save Israel from the hand of the Philistines. So his whole life is dedicated towards gaining a beginning. He gives everything, and you could even say loses everything, to gain this beginning. And he's faithful to the end to gain a beginning. So when the curtain closes on his life, uh, he knows, even from uh, when he was in the womb, that the job as far as being saved from Israel, that task is not going to be completed, that the bad guys are not going to be defeated, and that victory is still a ways off, which kind of sounds a whole lot like probably all of our lives, where we don't really see great victory even at even at the end. So I think Samson and is has admirable faith, and he is a great example of faithful pursuit to gain a beginning all the way to the end. He's a great example of faithful pursuit to gain a beginning all the way to the end. So the promise is that you're only going to get a beginning and it's going to be in the context of rushing spirit and leaving spirit. And may we have a single focused faith like Samson and we have the advantage of having a constant indwelling Holy Spirit but I think, too, we're going to probably see some promises that aren't aren't done. And so our choice is, are we going to have be faithful to gain the beginnings that the Lord has for us, like Samson? So let's be faithful to gain a beginning. Thanks for listening.